With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about Michael Carter-Williams and the NBA draft and Syracuse's first day in the ACC. I'm Wes Chang, and I'm here with Robbie Gillis, and our guest today is Tom Sundergren of Hoop76.com, part of ESPN's True Hoop Network. Tom, thanks for being on today. Oh, pleasure. Thanks for having me. Tom, I want to get you started on this. What was the feeling among 76ers fans when Carter Williams was taken with the 11th pick? Um, you know, to be honest, it, it was almost an afterthought. I think everybody was still, you know, really reeling from, uh, you know, obviously the Drew Holiday trade and acquiring, you know, Nerlens Noel. And I, I'll be honest, I don't think we really, you know, sat down yet as a fan base and, you know, worked through our feelings on acquiring Michael Carter Williams. How should we feel? <laughs> hey, uh, it's Robbie here. Uh, with Drew Holiday being traded, is Michael Carter Williams? You know, he, he's probably going to be starting. Is, is he going to be playing? You know, thirty plus minutes a game as a rookie. Yeah, I mean, it, it really looks at this point like we're going to be handing the keys to the car over to him. Uh, it seems like there's there's maybe an off chance that Evan Turner, you know, if he's still with the team when the season begins, will will shoulder some of that load. Uh, you know, in the past he's, he's played a little bit of point guard for us, but, but I, I would you know venture a bet that it's going to be Michael Carter Williams. Now, the 76ers are still without a head coach. <clears throat> Who do you see them hiring, and what type of style do you think best, best fits this roster? I, I mean, it really at the moment still looks like it's probably going to be Brett Brown, you know, unless there's you know, any veracity to the rumors that the Celtics are, are pursuing him. Um, I think right now they're really looking for a coach like Brown who has a knack for developing talent. I don't really want a coach who's bringing in his own philosophy. I mean, I think the conventional wisdom is that, you know, Hinky has his own offensive philosophy. You know, he wants teams to, you know, uh, shoot three-pointers, uh, you know, attack the basket heavily and, you know, spend as much time as possible in transition. So as we're looking to, you know, as far as we can tell, bring in someone who is who's going to, you know, teach those things and then help, uh, you know, execute that plan. So now with, with no coach there and, and the roster, someone in flux, and, uh, I mean, you know, there, there's definitely, a, I would say, a lack of talent there. I don't think most people would disagree with that. Um, I, I certainly wouldn't. The 76ers probably won't say it, but, but will you? Is, is this team, are they blowing up this team with an eye on next year's draft? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, one of the things that Sam Hickey said in his introductory press conference, which was uh, really interesting, was that every single thing he does, uh, he'll be doing with an end goal in mind. I mean, it's not about, you know, winning five more games, you know, next 
Yankees. And what it's really about is putting the, the franchise in a position to, you know, compete for and hopefully win championships. And it, it certainly seems like uh, ending up in the lottery in, you know, 2014 is the best way to advance that, given how stacked that class um, There are already rumors that he was looking to trade Thaddeus Young on draft night and, uh, you know, wasn't really able to, you know, come to a satisfactory deal. Uh, you know, the rumor mill again is turning with respect to Evan Turner, who a lot of people think is, is going to be playing elsewhere by the time the season starts. Um, and, and I think that's actually one of the things about Nerland's Noel that was so attractive to Hinky. Uh, actually, the, the thing that scared everybody else off the ACL injury, because all of a sudden he's not going to be coming back until midseason. And, uh, you know, there's no great risk of him, you know, him winning a lot of games for us. Speaking of Nerland's Noel and Michael Carter-Williams and all the, all the roster moves, do you like the team? Um, the direction the team's headed in, and does the fan base like the idea of this game plan that the new general manager has in mind? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like the team. I'm very comfortable with the direction. Um, I, I would say the fan base is actually at the moment kind of split, and, and sort of the, the split regards how they feel about Drew Holiday. I mean, there's a lot of people who really liked his game one and who just kind of you know felt an affection for him. He's just you know he's a nice guy, he's a young kid, he works really hard, he's, you know, really defensively oriented and that's something that you know really resonates with this city. Um yeah, so that you know that's sort of the split. I on the other hand, uh as I mentioned earlier, I, I think you kinda of have to, you know, take one step back before you can take two steps forward and that's what Hinky's done. Tom, we'll get you out of here on this one. What type of season do you predict Michael Carter Williams having? Um you know, it's difficult to say. I mean, to be honest, I haven't spent a lot of time watching him quite yet. I mean, obviously, I you know, watched him in the you know the tournament last year. Um, my sense is that early on, he's really going to struggle. I mean, he he doesn't have a jump shot. That that's really going to be a you know, liability if you're playing point guard. And also, he you know he had some you know these were less well documented, but still troubling uh, you know problems with turnovers. So I think it's really a it's a long term project with Michael Carter Williams. I, I think that's actually one of the things that makes him fit in really well with this team right now. That has no interest whatsoever in winning basketball games next season, and hopefully we'll just kind of you know, lay the foundation for a run in you know, two or three years. Tom, thanks for your insight. Again, hoops76.com for all your 76ers and Michael Carter-Williams needs. Tom, thanks a lot. We'll speak to you soon. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Have a good afternoon. Good stuff from uh, Tom there, and uh, let's, let's stay on that, Robbie. Um, Michael Carter-Williams taken with the 11th pick. What are your thoughts on where he ended up? Well, in terms of the 76ers, I mean, I'm surprised they traded for Newell. Uh, yeah, Andrew Bynum was so consistent last year, <laughs> playing no minutes every game, no points, no rebounds. Didn't miss a shot. No, exactly. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm happy with where he is because he'll get playing time. You know, I don't think he'll win Rookie of the Year, but he could be in the running just because of the situation in it he's in. He's going to get a lot of playing time. And if you look at the other players in the draft, you know, Oladipo is probably the only player in Orlando who, who's going to have the ball of a similar amount that, uh, that Carter Williams will. Uh, Anthony Bennett's there with Kyrie Irving, and there's similar situations down the board where there's other stars in place. And this team doesn't really have that. I mean, Thaddeus Young, I guess, is their star and best player. And, you know, he, he might, you know, score the most points, but he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much as Carter Williams um, will. I just wish... There was a stat for assists that should have been. <laughs> I don't know how many times you know Carter Williams is going to give a pass to Evan Turner or, or somebody like Nick Young, and is not going to get any points because they're going to just uh, you know brick those shots. I mean, you look at that backcourt of the projected backcourt of MCW and Turner. That is probably going to set the record for the most missed shots from a starting backcourt in history. Turner hasn't turned into the prospect 
that they wanted to. He's been at best inconsistent and at worst probably doesn't even deserve a job in the rotation. So you look at that, and I think Tom was right. He, Carter Williams is going to struggle a lot this year. The good thing is that he has a long leash because there's no one behind him, and they don't want anyone behind him because they want him to develop as much as possible. But I look at the, the year he had at Syracuse, and especially with the turnovers, that's going to be a huge problem for him at the next level. He's not used to the ball defenders at the NBA level that were in the college level. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see him go against actually somebody like Drew Holiday. I think that's somebody who will give him fits because MCW is so tall and that's such a benefit, but it's also a detraction. You know, that dribble is so high, it gives a defender, a small point guard like Drew Holiday, that much more time to go for the steal. So Michael Carter-Williams wasn't the only person making news uh, at the NBA draft for Syracuse. Um, James Sutherland, Brandon Trish also in the mix for the NBA draft. James Sutherland and Brandon Trish not getting drafted. Uh, Robbie, is, was that a surprise to you? Uh, it surprisingly was at first yeah I, I skimmed through the draft I, I recorded and watched it in like an hour there's no reason to sit there for four hours <laughs> um and and when the lakers uh chose ryan kelly with the 48th pick that's when i realized there's no way either of these other syracuse players are going to be drafted ryan kelly you know shot a better percentage from deep than sutherland he's a better rebounder probably the better defender and he's four inches taller i, I mean at that point you know it, i realized that neither Sutherland or Trish were going to be drafted. And it surprised me to hear afterwards that Sutherland um, had the option to be drafted by the Spurs, but decided not to. Yeah, I think Sutherland, Sutherland made, made a good decision when it comes to that. You mentioned he had a chance to be drafted by the 58th pick. The, the story as it goes is that he had a chance, but he had to go play overseas in Europe for a year, and he had to be locked into that before the Spurs would even consider signing him. So he said thanks with no thanks to the Spurs, and I think that was a good decision on his part. He ends up playing with MCW and Noel, or not Noel because he's out, but in the, in the Philadelphia Summer League, and then he's going to sign on also with Golden State. Brandon Trish going to the Charlotte Bobcats, who really seem to be up the creek with no paddle. I have no idea what they're doing, and if I'm an NBA caliber player. I'm not sure if I want to go play for that organization. Or maybe he has a chance to catch on. I'm not sure. But it didn't surprise me that Trish wasn't drafted. I personally was a little surprised that Sutherland didn't get drafted. I think I saw some of those Euro guys on at the end. I'm like, why not take a guy who can shoot the three at a very high rate in a 6'8 with great athleticism? I guess at that point in the second round, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, like you said, Sutherland chose not to be drafted in some ways that's a benefit you can kind of choose which team you go to he's now going to be in two different summer leagues so at that at that point it doesn't really matter if you're drafted or not it's about making the team you know come summer league so you look at carter williams now going 11th and now you have a past couple of years with syracuse guys going in the lottery you're talking about Dion waiters Wes johnson and and more recently they haven't done as well and i think that kind of hurts recruiting in some ways if guys like this don't do well. I think it's important for Carter Williams to have at least a decent season and have a good showing for Syracuse. Yeah, it's certainly not crucial that they have, you know, NBA players doing well. Uh, they'll field a fantastic team of, of great recruits no matter what, but it, but it definitely doesn't hurt. I mean, I've said this before. I think that's the number one recruiting factor you can have is, you know, when these recruits come to the big game and they see a Carmelo there or, you know, Akeem Warwick or, you know, Billy Owens and Derek Holman, that's showing them the direct path they can have to success, and, and, and that's the best thing you can show you know, a, a young 18-year-old. So, Robbie, let's shift topics. Today is a historic day for Syracuse athletics. Syracuse moving from the Big East to the ACC. 
Uh, they're actually going to have a press conference as an, at the NASDAQ Composite about nine blocks from here in about an hour. Uh, what are your thoughts about this, this day and, and looking back on the Big East and looking forward to the ACC? Well, I mean, personally, I, you know, I'm not excited about it. It just means th those trips are further to, to get to. <laughs> and, you know, you don't have the easy Seton Hall game or as many St. John's games. Um, I am excited that there's a chance of the ACC tournament coming up to the to New York City in uh, you know maybe twenty as early as 2016 I believe uh, so something like that would be fantastic I mean seeing them against Duke and UNC is going to be amazing in basketball and football is going to be strong and obviously we understand why they did it money is the the big issue um, and it also might mean a revival of the Syracuse baseball team. And let me tell you, like, what doesn't go together is upstate New York spring and baseball. I mean, that's, to me, insane. I'd much rather see Syracuse. Team. Yeah, a hockey, hockey program. That'd be, yeah. that'd be amazing. Yeah. I, I look at the, the ACC, the way it's constructed now. It's basically the old biggies combined with the best elements of the ACC. Because you look at, I'm just going to run through some of the teams now. You have Louisville, Boston College, Virginia Tech, Miami, Pitt, Notre Dame. These are all schools that we've become very familiar with over the years. So I don't look at this as that big a conference shift. It's almost just like we're kind of keeping the same geography that we did in the Big East with the exception of the Catholic Seven, which was for just for basketball. But I think for football, it actually looks a lot like it used to in the early 2000s. So I'm not that, I'm not that upset about it. I think I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great place to play. Uh, Robbie, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. Uh, my closing thoughts have to do with the Celtics roster. Uh, Chris Joseph and Fab Mello back together, potentially. Uh, and, and they might actually get some playing time because that Celt I mean, the Sixers roster is really bad, but the Celtics <laughs> roster is also pretty decimated. Uh, I mean, there's a good chance Chris Joseph don't, doesn't make the team because they're actually somewhat deep in a very like mediocre way at the forward position. But right now... Um, Fab Mello is the most experienced center. They have two other rookies uh, right there fighting for a playing position. So if they don't make a deal, which you would think they probably will because you really want Fab Mello starting game one. <laughs> uh, but if not, and, and even if they do, he'll definitely get some playing time, and it'll be great to see him out there. The Q's connection up in Boston. Uh, my closing thoughts are on Tulane head coach Curtis Johnson. Uh, last week, I wrote a preview of the Tulane-Syracuse game, and I predicted a 28-17 orange win. And apparently last Tuesday, Coach Johnson was told about my article at a Green Wave club meeting and it drew a quote-unquote irritable reaction, according to the folks on GoTula.net. So, Robbie, I think I've become bulletin board material for the Tulane football team. Wesley Chang uh, trolling Tulane Nation. <laughs> That's it for us. For Robbie Gillis, this is Wes Chang reminding you that skim milk is water that is lying about being milk. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.